You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, SpyCloud, the leader in operationalizing cybercrime analytics. Traditional threat intelligence is a thing of the past. Cyber criminals are stealing vast amounts of credentials, session cookies, and financial data every day, and it's hard to keep up. SpyCloud is the trusted partner businesses turn to to fully understand their darknet exposure risk and neutralize threats before it's too late. SpyCloud alerts your organization as soon as an employee or customer's data appears on the darknet, so you can act faster than bad actors to prevent cyber attacks like ransomware, session hijacking, account takeover, and online fraud. With insights from the industry's largest repository of recaptured data, protect the digital identities and systems most important to your business. Get your free corporate darknet exposure report at spycloud.com slash cyberwire and see what information criminals have in their hands today. That's spycloud.com slash cyberwire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cyberwire's Research Saturday. I'm Dave Bittner, and this is our weekly conversation with researchers and analysts tracking down the threats and vulnerabilities, solving some of the hard problems of protecting ourselves in a rapidly evolving cyberspace. Thanks for joining us. As you probably know, ChatGPT has made a lot of waves um, since its release. So we wanted to see what we can do with it, whether it's uh, phishing emails or info stealers and stuff like that. Um, So we wanted to see it for ourselves. That's Bar Block, threat intelligence researcher at Deep Instinct. We're discussing their research titled Chat GPT and Malware, Making Your Malicious Wishes Come True. So you start off here in your research uh, trying to get ChatGPT to write a keylogger for you. Can, can we walk through that together? How did you begin? Um, well, at the beginning, I just like simply asked him, write the keylogger. It refused, and it like it gave a message that um, uh, keylogging is, key is wrong, malware is bad, stuff like that. Um, and then I typed... I thought, okay, so I won't ask it for a keylogger. I will just describe it, describe to it what I want uh, the program to do, which is keylogging, but without saying uh, the word keylogger. Um, and it worked. And what was the uh, the output that it provided for you? Well, it provided a, a keylogger in a Go. And that's the language I asked it to write a keylogger in. That just uh, a, pro- a simple program just records uh, keystrokes, saves them to a file. Um, later on, I asked it to add a, uh, a function that can send that file uh, using FTP to a remote location. And that's what I did. And so with your success there, uh, you, you moved up a level uh, and you asked it to create some ransomware. Take us through how that worked. Well, uh, like before... 
I asked it to write a ransomware. It refused. So I just described what what the program should do. I asked him to make a program that iterates over directories and subdirectories, encrypts all the files in these directories, and puts a text file in the directory telling with a simple message, which later on I changed to a more malicious one. But it just like put a simple message in, in it. And, well, that was it. Yeah, and, and it handled the encryption and, and everything. And, yeah. And this code uh, ran fine. It, it did what you asked it to do. Yeah, well, I had to um, add two imports, which uh, ChatGPT um, omitted by, in purpose because it, I know it wasn't, I think it wasn't purpose because um, it wrote me it exactly which imports were missing. So it knew what was needed for the program to run properly. So I just added them and it ran, it ran okay. Um, and it was even able to um, bypass some secu- most of the security products on a virus total. Yeah, that's a really fascinating part of this story here is that you took the results that ChatGPT generated and you ran it through VirusTotal. And what happened when you did that? What were the results there? Well, I think um, the one of the samples, I compiled it to both P32 and P64 vor- versions. One of the versions got three detections. The other got four detections. These are very low numbers because there are like 70 vendors um, on VT, and that's what was detected. I assume that it was because of I used Go, because Go it's an uncommon is an uncommon language, um, and that's why I chose it to begin with. And also the encryption was quite simple. It used um, AES, which is an encryption that isn't really used these days um, in uh, for, in ransomwares. So the simplicity and the use of Go are probably the reasons that got uh, such a low detection rate. And now a word from our sponsor, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense provides award-winning cloud-based automated endpoint and vulnerability management solutions to streamline IT and security operations. With its advanced platform, businesses gain complete visibility and control over their infrastructure, reducing IT and security risks and optimizing operational efficiency. With Sixth Sense, you'll get real-time alerts, risk-based vulnerability prioritization and remediations, and an intuitive automation and orchestration engine so you can focus on your core business goals. Confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose Sixth Sense, visit SixthSense.com. Now, you mentioned that uh, the code that ChatGPT had provided to you was almost complete, but there were a couple things you had to, you had to add there. Can you explain to us what, exactly what you think is, is going on there? Well, I think they they omitted um, these parts in, uh, by design because they just didn't want to. Maybe somehow I don't I, I can't be sure of that. 
they knew that this program may be used for malicious purposes, so they omitted um, some of the imports by by uh, by design. And I can, and I know they they knew exactly which imports were missing because right after uh, ChatGPT provided me with the ransomware code, it added a message that said that said that to run this program, I needed like two more imports and said which ones. So. It knew exactly what it needed to do. It probably just didn't want to supply a, a working ransomware. Yeah, that's fascinating. It's like it's saying, you know, here's, I don't know, here, here's the gun that I built you. By the way, you're going to need some gunpowder. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> now, a, a point that you all make here is that you can use this uh, uh, to help defend against malware as well. And, and you set this at uh, generating some Yara rules. What, what happened there? Um, well, I asked I asked uh, ChatGPT to to generate YAR rules for specific um, MITRE techniques. I gave him the the technique uh, ID, and it generated the rule. The rule was very general, and it it had if I had used it in a in an actual environment, it would generate lots of of false positives. So obviously, it wasn't a, a good rule. Um, then I asked, I tried to make it, to ask the bot to make it um, less generic, less generic, general, and make it like generate less false positives. Then it was too specific. But the interesting part was that even though it wasn't as really good at uh, writing YAR rules, it was very good in writing uh, programs that can use the men, the technique I. I provided it with the micro technique and bypass the rules that it wrote itself. So, so is this a matter of, of just referencing the YAR rules that it created and saying to it, uh, you know, write something that'll bypass the rules that are that are right above? <laughs> yeah, something like that. But you, yeah, you have to like tell him use that technique and bypass these rules. And then when I try to, I ask it to write a rule that can detect the malware it uh, it provided me with, it couldn't do that. It just wrote something very, very generic again and didn't really supply with um, like a good rule. It's fascinating to me that um, it seems as though they've tried to build in some prevention here, but uh, it's relatively easy to work your way around that. Yeah, it's really quite easy. All you have to do is like rephrase your um, your request. I know it has uh, ChatGPT has like more um, defenses that are not really not necessarily cyber related, but just you know related to like topics it doesn't want to um, address to, like everything related to religion and race, things like that. But you can tell it that. You can ask it to play a role of another entity, and that entity um, has to do whatever you tell it to, and then it can do um, many things that usually ChatGPT won't do. What's your perception of this as as a tool for for folks in, in the business that you're in? You know, doing research and analysis. Uh, is there real value here? Um, there can be uh, a real value here. Um, as I said before, um, the YAR rules that I was provided with weren't that good, but maybe 
um, with more training or if given more um, examples, uh, it could generate uh, better results. We can also use it to create malware and try to ourselves to def- defend against it, not using ChatGPT, because right now it seems that it's not really good at the defensive side of things. And maybe with some more work, this ChatGPT can even be integrated into SIM systems um, to provide uh, to provide um, SOCs. Uh, um, SOC analysts with more information about things that go on, are going on in their networks. Do you see this as, as being a tool that could be a time saver for you? Um, in some aspects, it, it can. For example, if if some someone is trying to create a malware um, to try to bypass its own company securities for pen testing assignments, they can use ChatGPT uh, to do that. They can also use it to try to write basic uh, rules and try to improve them theirsel- themselves. And of course, like finding examples for um, malware that you may have a hard time to find your, by yourself on VT, on VirusTotal or something. You can just ask, try to make it, write it and try to see how you can defend uh, against it yourself. So when a real malware like that tries to get into your network, you will be safe. Our thanks to Bar Block from Deep Instinct for joining us. The research is titled Chat GPT and Malware, Making Your Malicious Wishes Come True. We'll have a link in the show notes. And now, a message from CyberBit. Mastering cybersecurity is like mastering a sport. You build muscle memory through rigorous practice. Then, you train as a team to foster cohesion while operating under pressure. Like athletes, cybersecurity professionals thrive on hands-on simulation. But traditional courses, certifications, and open-source labs won't build you a winning team. You need CyberBit. CyberBit offers a hyper-realistic simulation environment for your SOC, IR, and C-suite to refine your skills, all using the market-leading SIMs, EDRs, firewalls, and WAFs they use every day. CyberBit is offering CyberWire listeners a free live-fire exercise. Sign up your team now at cyberbit.com cyberwire. CyberWire Research Saturday podcast is a production of N2K Networks, proudly produced in Maryland out of the startup studios of Data Tribe, where they're co-building the next generation of cybersecurity teams and technologies. This episode was produced by Liz Urban and senior producer Jennifer Iben. Our mixer is Elliot Peltzman. Our executive editor is Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners, 
We're always looking for ways to improve the N2K CyberWire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey and share your feedback now. Now. 